Welcome, friends. My name is Debbie Lawrence, and this is Episode 5 of the Compassionate Leader School Podcast. What a week it's been here in Nova Scotia, and in fact, all around the world. This COVID-19 pandemic has all but brought our economy to a halt and forced almost everyone to stay at home for the foreseeable future. Our entire worldview, our businesses and our lives in general have been turned on their heads and it's scary because so much is still unknown. Many of you know I've been talking a lot over the past 10 days about being the bison and focusing on your circle of control. Well, to support you in doing that, in this week's podcast, I'm offering six specific strategies you can focus on to help you show up as an open, fierce, and compassionate leader in your work life, as well as in your personal life, especially in these really tough times. My hope is that they help to nurture your strategic thinking, your innovativeness, your communication, and your actions as you navigate the days and weeks and months ahead. So here goes. Strategy number one, focus on others. Rather than focus on selling right now, focus instead on how you can be of service to other people. When there's a great deal of uncertainty, and boy, are we facing the unknown right now, a person's natural response is to draw up the bridges and focus on their own needs. What compassionate leaders know to do is the very opposite. We ask, how can we pivot and be of help? How can we create an authentic connection with others and show up in a meaningful way? It's like my friend Crystal of Crystal Christensen Designs. Recognizing that there are thousands of people displaced from their typical workspaces, Crystal knew she could help them make the transition to working from home. She decided to launch a series of videos and social media posts, helping people create beautiful and functional workspaces in all sorts of nooks and crannies in their homes. Crystal's even offering virtual scouting sessions so she can provide guidance and ideas on how to make the most of the space and materials people already have, and all because she has experience and talent and quite frankly, a big old heart. I believe her efforts will also help people not get frustrated because of what they don't have right now and instead look at what they can do with the items in their homes. A mason jar becomes a pencil and pen holder. A console table turns into a dedicated workspace. A basket in the bathroom now sits on a makeshift desk and holds important work papers. A beloved pottery bowl houses paper clips. Taking full advantage of every resource that's immediately available is just what compassionate leaders do. So like Crystal, how could you show up, offer real value, and be of service to others? Number two, focus on building and nurturing relationships. At all times, I'll be the first to tell you that it's vital to focus on building authentic, real relationships with everyone connected to your business, your employees, your clients, your suppliers, your colleagues in the business community. And that has never been more true than during this COVID-19 pandemic. When I teach the topic of relationship marketing, I talk about how for most small business owners, the number one marketing activity they should engage in every single day 
is relationship marketing. Interestingly, the very nature of a social media platform is to encourage and cultivate opportunities for for people to connect and for the foreseeable future. This will be one of our primary ways of staying connected. Just because we're isolating and the doors to your business may not be opened in the literal sense, it doesn't mean you can't continue to build relationships. In fact, now is the time to fully dedicate your efforts to staying connected with your people. Every day, you can reach out and do things like checking in with your employees, even if you've been forced to lay them off right now. Touch base with your customers to see how they're doing. Pick up the phone and call a fellow business leader that you ordinarily may have bumped into in the coffee shop. That kind of camaraderie and support is central to all human beings. Number three, focus on being productive. I talked about this in one of my wisdom table talks this past week. Being forced to isolate is in fact a wonderful opportunity to be really productive. I feel like I'm entering a new phase with this whole situation. All the signs are pointing to the possible reality that we're going to be living this way for a while. And quite frankly, there's a long list of projects I've been wanting to get to, both both work-wise and personally. Well, now there's no excuse. And I, for one, do not plan to look back at this period of time, however long it turns out to be, and have regret that I squandered away the chance to really be productive. There's that wonderful quote by Alfred Montepart who said, Do not confuse motion with progress. A rocking horse is in constant motion, but it never goes anywhere. I always ask my clients and students, do you want to be a rocking horse or a racehorse? And when I say racehorse, I don't care if you're moving at a snail's pace or giving secretary to run for his money. I just want you moving forward. I know it's natural and tempting to focus on the future, but there's just too much that's unknown. Instead, when you're looking forward, look at what you can do today, and at best for the remainder of this week. That's enough for right now. But whatever you do, be someone who is productive and show up as a racehorse, not a rocking horse. Strategy number four, one of my favorites, Focus on pivoting. I've noticed over the past week people reflecting on all the things they take for granted and for what seems uh, like forever, we've been operating as if they would always be that way. Hey, who could have ever imagined our world would come to a halt? But for all intents and purposes, it has. So as compassionate leaders, what do we do? We pivot. That means you look for opportunities to do things in a different way. I pivoted when I taught some classes online this week because we chose not to meet in person. And it was different in a good way. It was fun and it had its challenges and it stands as a way for me to continue to be of service to these program participants moving forward. I know of a healthcare practice that's exploring offering consultations online. Another pivot. Red Knot Bakery in my hometown is taking online orders for their delicious sourdough bread and croissants and arranging for home delivery. 
that's a pivot. I see yoga teachers and taekwondo instructors offering online classes, yet more pivots. And remember, when you're pivoting, you really gotta own it. Own all of it and make it distinctly yours. Number five, focus on the possibilities. Many of us define ourselves by external circumstances, you know, our job title, the car we drive, the neighborhood we live in, where we work, where we travel, and so on. But a week ago, for so many of us, all that was abruptly and unexpectedly changed. And that calls for us to change. Rather than fighting to try to be who you used to be, imagine who you can become. In fact, I love the notion of being a possibilitarian, where no matter how dark things seem to be or actually are, you raise your sights and see the possibilities, knowing they're always there. I often ask my clients this question, would you hire you to be the manager of your life? Well, there's never been a more important time for you to show up for yourself and to be the best manager of your own life and career and business. Focus on the possibilities and choose to be a possibilitarian. And finally, number six, focus on gratitude. No one would disagree that we don't have a lot of reasons to complain and worry and fret and whine right now. I also know that the law of attraction says whatever you focus your attention on shows up. Whatever you put out into the world comes back to you. And as my grandmother would say, it comes back to you tenfold. That's why I'm an avid practitioner of gratitude. Even when it feels like everything is out of control, you've always got a choice about where to direct your focus. And there's no better place than on what you're grateful for. For example, I've been keeping a gratitude journal for years and I've cultivated this habit of writing down the three things I am grateful for in my journal just before I go to bed. When I first started doing this, I remember I realized one day that as I was going throughout my day, I was constantly looking for things I could put in my journal, which just meant that what I was focusing on was anything related to to gratitude. And more often than not, these days, my list goes well beyond three things. Tonight, for example, my journal will include gratitude for getting out in the sunshine today with Taco for a walk through our neighborhood, for quiet time at home with David tonight. We were watching an episode of The Blacklist, and one of um, that's one of our favorite programs. And I was, I'm also really grateful that I got to sleep in this morning. Some people do a 30-day gratitude practice where they post their gratitude on social media. Others take time during a meal and everyone at the table shares what they, they were grateful for that day. It's not what you do to focus on gratitude that matters. It's the practice of offering gratitude in all its forms that's key. So number six, focus on gratitude. Look, yes, we had the wind knocked out of our sails this week. Yes, it's awful. Yes, it's unsettling. And yes, you still get to choose how you show up and navigate your way through this new normal. You and only you. I've kickstarted your opportunity to shift your mindset with these six specific strategies. So here's your take action challenge. 
before today ends, I want you to sit down and make a plan for tomorrow and the coming week. And then work that plan. And in seven days from now, repeat. And in seven days from then, repeat. And open up to the possibilities of how you can pivot and forge a path forward that quite possibly could be even better than the one you were on before all this happened. Until next time, here's to giving ourselves permission to show up as open, fierce, and compassionate leaders and always to living life abundantly. Stay healthy, stay focused on your circle of control, and always be the bison. Bye for now.